Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church located in the Roanoke, Salem, Virginia area. I just want to welcome you in here uh, and say thank you. I am super thankful for you joining in here. Uh, I shared a couple of days ago that uh, I'd love for you to share uh, the podcast uh, to let people know you never know where uh, you sharing it could lead to someone's life being changed and transformed by the powerful word of God and by the powerfulness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, but another thing that you can do if you haven't done so is leave a, a rating and review on any of the podcasting platforms, uh, and that helps not us as FCC to grow something big, but it helps people that might be looking for something uh, on a podcasting platform. So on any podcasting platform you have, leave a rating and review, and it is beneficial and helpful for uh, for people to find this podcast. Uh, so Sarah, before we hop into Mark chapter 8 here, another new question for us, uh, but how has reading the Bible impacted your life? Um, that's a great question that it doesn't, you can't sum it up in a few words. I feel like, I feel like it seems a little cliche to say, Oh, the Bible is life changing Mm -hmm. because it's, it's far more than that. And it's even like, as I was trying to think through putting it into words, it's hard to, when I was a young believer, reading the Bible felt really hard Mm. because everything I read was like another language and (laughs) felt foreign, but as my relationship with the Lord has evolved, the wi- the words literally come off the page. And as the word says, at times it can breathe life into my lungs and mm-hmm. my mind. Um, I'm currently about finished with studying numbers in Leviticus. And though I would not say they're my favorite parts, my favorite books of the Bible, um, in the midst of a bunch of animal sacrifices and holy days, God was still at work in his people and it parallels in a lot of ways even today's world and it's like you know old testament new testament if you are reading it and reading it prayerfully the lord will illuminate things and show you his work i mm-hmm. mean it's just it is mind boggling to me to think that our first history book that people argue against was the bible mm-hmm. and how historically true it is, yet people want to argue it. But then it seems we, I think, sometimes push it aside because it does seem hard because mm-hmm. it doesn't say things directly. But if you spend time in the Old Testament or even I struggle in point parts of the New Testament, understanding mm-hmm. what is really going on here, um, the Lord really does work and breathe, bring those the words off of the page. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I can't imagine doing life without it. Yeah. I like, I think of people that don't have the gift of even having a Bible or a copy of a Bible um, or feel intimidated by it. And it's like, oh, gosh, just taste and see that the Lord is good mm. through his word. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, as we hop in here to Mark chapter 8, speaking of the word, uh, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit uh, illuminated to you that you highlighted and wrote down? So I highlighted Mark eight thirty three, and it says, But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Mm, So as Peter and Jesus have this kind of altercation here, uh, what's going on in the text? Can you explain a little bit what's happening? 
Right. Yeah. Definitely an alter, alteration, altercation between Peter and um, Jesus. My understanding is the disciples are still trying to understand who Jesus is and what it really means for Jesus to be the Messiah. Um, most likely, Peter, I think, was sent as the spokesperson <laughs> uh, for the rest of the disciples in this situation. And Peter goes to Jesus and rebukes him, um, basically, for um, telling him that um, that he's going to suffer and die. And Peter is bold and assertive against his stand against Christ. He rebukes Jesus with no idea about what Jesus is describing. he's Jesus is ultimately describing the plan of salvation that was established before the foundation of the world. Mm. world. Um, and in the following verse, um, I didn't I didn't share it, but if you look at verse 34, Mark makes it clear that Jesus rebukes Peter in the presence of all of his disciples mm. instead of in a private manner like Peter had just done. After the shocking command, Jesus points out the source of the problem. Peter, along with the rest of the disciples, have their minds fixed on the things of man rather than the things of God. Mm-hmm. So even looking, going back to the meta narrative of Mark, Mark is trying to get across that Jesus must be the suffering servant, servant. Uh, for the Gentiles to see, you know, when you look at all these other gods, you know, he's came to save mankind. You know, he refers to himself as the son of man here. Uh, what are some uh, principles of application a follow of Christ can have from this text? So I think it would be easy to for us to shake our heads at Peter's rebuke mm-hmm. of Jesus and say, ooh, you know, get a little like, oh, I don't know. But we are similar. We can be prone to the same foolishness. Um, we're quick to position ourselves against God when we don't understand what he's doing. Um, it makes me think of how God disciplines us for our good. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Hebrews 12 and verses 5 through 8, it says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. Nor be weary when reproved by him, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son who he receives. While we may not, we obviously are not going to rebuke Jesus face to face mm-hmm. like Peter did in this situation, but we're all guilty at times of setting our minds of the setting our minds of things of men mm-hmm. rather than the things of God. And so it just really made me think, how am I setting daily? my mind on the things of God and not of man. Mm, that's good. Yeah, if we want to point at Peter and poke poke at him, and it's like, right. we're probably more like Peter than we realize. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what was the Holy Spirit calling you to in responding to this text? Um, this one is a hits, hits my heart <laughs> um, because I'm naturally a type A, do-it-yourself, get-it-done kind of personality. Um, and often I think I'm quicker to trust myself than God because I'm I think I know better mm-hmm. than the one who made me. Um, but I, I just is a reminder that it's like I'm not all knowing. I don't I don't hold the future um, and that I really need to to put my mind on the things of God because God has my best interest in mind. And I, I actually have on the backdrop of my phone for a long time a verse from Proverbs. That says many are the plans in the mind of a man. Excuse me, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but that's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I read it all the time when it's, I mean, I see that and it's like, but how quickly I am to make my own plans and to think I got it together. God, you just come along for the ride Mm -hmm. versus me jumping on God's ride kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even thinking through uh, that, what the son of man must do, what Jesus must had to do for, for all of mankind. Uh, and the, you know, as it's as it's known as the foretelling of the um, the suffering he must have on the cross and the resurrection. But man, the hope of the resurrection. That's a good good point there. Uh, well, thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Looking forward to uh, uh, wrapping up uh, our two weeks with Sarah as we continue in Mark chapter nine tomorrow. <laughs>